Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one size fits all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, we're Carlene and Jill, hosts of Breaking Beauty Podcast, the show all about the breakthrough people, products, and moments in beauty. On our show, you're going to find hella inspiring guests like Emily Weiss of Glossier, and you'll get beauty tips galore from the top pros in the industry, like Kim Kardashian's makeup guru. And you'll hear skincare secrets from the likes of Dr. Pimple Popper. Plus, you'll get shopping help with our Damn Goods episodes, where we review the latest products hitting store shelves to let you know what's actually worth your money. Listen every Wednesday to Breaking Beauty Podcast. Hey, girl. Hey, welcome back to my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor. I'm your host, Taylor Strecker. Joining me today, I am so excited, Remy Remy Joe, Remy Joe Bader, welcome to the show. Hey, girl, hey. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Miss Remy. Girl, last time we saw each other was what? When it was pre-pandemic. Pre-pandemic, like, BP. I don't even know, months before that happened. And I was working at Title and yeah. set up a little influencer dinner and asked you to be a part of it. I was like, I felt so cool and young at that dinner. <laughs> I can't even tell you. <laughs> I was the partnerships coordinator at Title, and I was just like, kind of got to pick like the influencers and people that like I liked for one. So I was like reaching out to who I wanted. I'm like, hey, want to come to this dinner at Catch? You're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Always free dinner at Catch. I'm in. So <laughs> we've known each other for a, a bit. Then like we obviously fell out of touch as people do. And the next thing I know, your ass is everywhere as literally the, I'm going to use the press's like basically slogan for you, if you will. Tell me if you like it, if you don't. Okay. You are the queen of the realistic hall. Yes. yes apparently that's what I am now. I, lo- I love it. I don't hate it. I like it. I love it. It's so fucking genius. Okay. So like how, what, when, where, why, and who, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it, it feels overnight. And I think a lot of times things like this feel overnight, but they not, they aren't necessarily, or sometimes they are. I think that a lot of people's careers, talented people's careers have been fast tracked by being in the pandemic because of TikTok and Instagram and social media. Yeah. And I just want to be on this journey with you. Like what has this been like? Yeah. I mean, it, 
it really almost feels overnight. It really, it might, like it kind of is because like I said, I was working in corporate. I was right before title. I was at Bravo TV yep. at NBC. And that was my first job out of college. But I never, I always wanted to like share myself with the world in some way, but never knew how and kind of just gave up on it. So this wasn't part of the plan, but it really was be, like, if I didn't lose my job because of COVID and to be honest, which I don't, I've never really said, but it is true. Cause I've been recently thinking about it. If I didn't gain the weight also in the past yeah. year, none of this would have happened. And I really was because of TikTok. And I think a lot of people that got, like you said, became known in the pandemic is because we're in a pandemic. So people have more time to be on. I don't think TikTok would be what it is if it wasn't for the pandemic. People really like, yeah. you know, at home and that's what they're spending their time doing is watching videos and just doing what they can to make themselves happy. So um, I, I was found from TikTok. I grew from TikTok. Now I'm trying to grow on other platforms. And I didn't even start posting videos until September. So of 2020 yes that was my first video shut the fuck up girl yeah october november december january february six months yes holy shit and you i I obviously i follow remy on instagram follow her on all the platforms on tiktok instagram at remy bader on everything you were just in miami and it was for work and you were on the road to hit a million tiktok followers yes i am And, and that's what that's what's insane like i really all the people that I was have been obsessed with on TikTok and I've loved, I, it's kind of weird to say, but like now I'm, I've finally hit above like those followers of like all the people that I've been following for months before I started. That's crazy. That, what does that feel like? It's, it's just weird. Everything's weird. Like, I don't even know how to explain it. It's just very, it is very surreal because it's like, now I'm, you know, all these people that I've, I've always loved are like reaching out to me and I'm talking to them. It's just like every day is something new and I'm like still so shook by it. Like, it's just weird. Vogue is writing stories about you. You're like going on TV show. I mean, the, the press is crazy. I almost wish, and I keep saying that to my, like, I almost wish I could like snap myself into realizing what's happened more happening more but now it's making me realize like you got well known a while ago like you could tell me like how you feel but like well how was it for you when people started knowing who you were because I don't are, are you really supposed to like be like wow like and like be excited every day I almost feel like it's just impossible like you just kind of yeah. are going with it like I don't know I was gonna say any day now I'm waiting to feel like I, I've made my mark in this industry but that's what I'm that's what I'm saying that, no that's really Remy that's really interesting and it's like when it's a slow burn it you like remember it differently but like when it's something like like you were the you are the epitome of the term viral right mm-hmm. yeah I've never gone viral so I can't speak to that because I think that the like the the speed at which you're going is probably mm. just like like overwhelming and while you're so excited you're also like trying to like figure out like what's what am I doing what do I keep doing what does the audience want exactly. and then also like overnight it's like you go from having probably like a few thousand followers and like your like mom and like your best friend liking and commenting on your mm-hmm. pictures to like complete strangers who feel like they know you right and they feel yeah. like a, a connection to you like did you ever feel that that moment a moment or moments when you were like wow people know who I am or did you have you're saying it was slower for you was there a point where you did something or there was a press article or something that made you more well known like very quickly I you know what it is I think that 
I would get recognized outside of Sirius, like a lot, like like around yeah. the building, around the block, and like people would just be like, "Hey, girl, hey," and it was like, "Holy shit!" And that was so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, being recognized in the streets, like one of the greatest feelings in the world. It's like, the best thing in the world. It really is. People are like, "Does that?" My mom was just with me two days ago for the first time looking for apartment. So she, I, I'll tell them everything, but they don't get it yet. Right. If I don't get it, they don't get it. Right. So I'm walking with her and two different people in a row screamed my name on the street i love you and my mom was just silent like in on i go are you okay and she was like <laughs> are you she was like are you okay i'm just nervous for you like are you okay with this i'm like yeah it just makes me happy i mean that's that's the best that's the tits that's the greatest feeling in the world but with that then comes like the trolls on the internet and like people like literally being like my mission in life is to take you down so yeah. that's a fun <laughs> feeling um <laughs> but yeah i don't know i definitely i have to be honest i because mine was such a slow burn, I kind of like when I did get stuff was like, it's about fucking time. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I wasn't really able to be like, like having these like wow moments, like like a holy shit moment maybe. Honestly, probably getting the job with Cosmo Radio, that was the f- like fuck yes, holy shit moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you are in it every single day. And so after a certain point, like even like, when I was at Sirius and I would be interviewing the biggest celebrities, I had to be like whatever about it because otherwise I'd be freaking out. And I had who to was like, your get favorite a- person, like, or not favorite? That's a bad question. Who is your? Who would you say is like the biggest? Selena Gomez. I fucking love her. And I like loved her when she was still on like Witches of Waverly Place. And I was a woman of a certain age. I was way too old to know her on Disney. But my little sister watched it. So that's how I knew. And we actually developed developed like a friendship. Like, uh, you know, she had this like concert at Gramercy Theater before she was like big, right when she started singing. Mm -hmm. And I was like backstage with her mom and Catherine McPhee. Uh, Catherine McPhee was very random and I don't know why she was there. But I know why I was there. And that was like the fucking coolest. And she was so amazing. Worst interview ever, Justin Bieber. I thought I was going to get fired the next day. Wait, really? He was such a dick. Remember when he was like, I'm not a little boy, I'm a man. No, now I'm upset. (laughs) I shouldn't be shocked, but like I'm upset. (laughs) I mean, I was heartbroken. I mean, listen, he was fine. I was actually, it might have been my fault. (laughs) (laughs) But it doesn't matter. You remember what you remember, so. But like the point is, is like, so th- that's like, oh my God, you got to like, and he hugged me because I was like, like a nervous wreck. <laughs> oh my God. So he was like calming me down. It was so, so, it was like so cringy. It was like the epitome of like um, waking up in the morning and worrying about so many things. <laughs> like it was Gia in my bathos so hard. I'm so dead. <laughs> but even then it's not like whoa that i'm so cool that i got to interview somebody it's like i'm just like no i'm like one of a million you just tend to downplay it i think when you're in it is that how you feel yeah i i think yeah. so and then also i don't want to i think about too much and i think about like a lot of things and then i'm also like get excited when things happen and tell my friends and then i'm like wait am i bragging i don't want to be annoyed so then i downplay a lot like i'm like just i think right now you're right like it's going it, this is very quick and i'm very i am can admit i'm very overwhelmed right now so i'm trying yeah. to figure out the right ways to organize myself to handle my mind like all these different things at once like i i really need it it's it's every day but then i get so sidetracked by like just every like i'll get an email and it's just like the most exciting thing for one day but then i'm like not over it i'm just like okay what's next time it's just such a weird thing you know and that's the thing right you just keep leveling up leveling up leveling up and it's like yeah i mean fame people are addicted to fame for sure you know what i mean yeah. i'm addicted to it i just i'm not getting the right portion <laughs> you know <laughs> i think i think the the, re- the thing is it's like we all have our goals so when you get to a certain point that might have been your goal a while ago but like yes you're 
you're going to want more. And that's what anyone would want. So when people are like, let's say I want right now, my goal is a million. I have like 940,000 followers. Right. It was a million, but like, all I ever like wanted was like 10,000 a few months ago. Right. So, like you're going to keep wanting more. And that doesn't, that's not a reflection of you that that would be every other person. It just like, that's just how it is. Girl, ride this fucking wave and try to just give yourself time to just like absorb it. You know what I mean? Yeah, because yeah. I mean, and, and honestly, I cannot relate to where you are right now. You are like, you are next level. I'm like, I just want to like. See, that's weird for you, like me to hear from you because I think you're like another level to me. So I'm like, what do you mean? It's all fake. <laughs> We all feel empty on the inside. <laughs> and that's why we have to always hang out with each other. Yeah. Too, so we can remind each other that it's not just us feeling so crazy. This episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Zen Fuel. If you're like me, you probably feel like there's just not enough time in the day and, oh, staying focused. That's why I'm so glad I found Zen Fuel's natural energy boosting supplement, Zen Zest. With one capsule in the morning, I can finally get all day energy naturally with zero caffeine. Zen Fuel uses extracts to not only make me more energized, but enhance my mental clarity, which Lord knows I need, mood and focus. And what I really love about Zen Fuel is that they're all about being a holistic wellness brand that focuses on radical transparency from farm to bottle. And they help people with a way more balanced life. They also have these Zen Fuel chill pills. It's called Zen Chill. And it helps you manage stress and anxiety. And it uses extracts that not only make you calm, but actually focus. That's a winning combination. I love that their ingredients contain zero additives. And Zen Fuel's founder traveled the world, sourcing the most potent Ayurvedic ingredients to ensure each supplement is packed with ingredients that do what they say they'll do, zero fluff and 100% plant-based. I typically take Zen Zest in the morning and I don't feel that afternoon crash anymore, which is great. Zen Fuel also has their well-known sleep supplement, Zen Sono, which I'm really excited to try. People rave about it. So what are you waiting for? Zen Fuel is giving you 25% off with your first purchase by using code Taylor at checkout. Just go to ZenFuel.com. That's Z-E-N-F-U-E-L.com. And make sure to use my code, T-A-Y-L-O-R, Taylor, at checkout for 25% off. Again, that's Z-E-N-F-U-E-L.com. That's ZenFuel. And don't forget, 25% off your first purchase with my code, Taylor. And now back to the podcast. So Remy basically like does hauls online and hauls have been a thing forever but it's usually right some i'm gonna be savage right now some like olsen twin <laughs> with no personality <laughs> who's like yeah. louis vuitton sent me this bag and it's like yeah. so unrelatable <laughs> and everything like they're like they're just these like waif human beings just trying on like literally like paper bags and they look like couture and it's very it's not aspirational. It makes you feel like a fucking piece of shit after you're done watching it. Yeah, you're watching. You're like, I wish I had that. That's it. Those, those right. are the only things like you'll watch and you'll see. So, so what Remy did is Remy decided, well, I'm going to start doing hauls as, you know, a girl with curves and a girl with a budget. And I'm going to be honest about what I think about clothes from Zara, clothes from H&M, clothes from uh, free people. I mean, the list goes on and on. You like really just list off all the brands that you've pretty much reviewed at this point. Is it even possible? Probably not, but I've done like, I've done a, a big variety because my followers all have different budgets. So I've done, you know, they asked me to do target. I do target. 
uh, Urban Outfitters, um, I American Eagle, Airy. I mean, honestly, I really, really take misguided. I take whatever I ask people and say, and I also read, even if I don't respond to every message, I'll see what people say and I'll write it down in my notes. Like I want to... Um, lately I've been doing a little bit of less hauls, which I'm getting back into, which I got into with my brandy Melville because I'm trying to obviously like now I'm working with brands and I, I want to, people want to know my skincare and my hair. Like I'm trying to put it, do everything I can for everyone else, but I'm most well known for the realistic hauls where I, yes. it's all different retailers and brands. It's a lot of fast fashion. And, you know, like you said, doing it differently than other people do where they just have always shown online youtube tiktok instagram whatever it is just got all these clothes from abercrombie um and they're just showing all their great outfits but where are all the other outfits that they're not fit? showing the ugly ones right yeah. they're editing that out they're showing you like we have so seen traditionally in social media, they're showing you the highlight reel of their life, right? The best looks, the best angles. Mm -hmm. And we're at a time now where people are fucking sick of that. We want transparency. We want relatability. And you, (laughs) I mean, I've seen your ass so many times and I love it. You, (laughs) you had a haul. I think it was Zara. And they were like these like brown leather, like pleathery, leathery pants. And you were like, I want the, in the front, you're like, these are so cute. I want them to fit. I want them to fit. And as the audience, you're like, but they look like they fit. And then you turn around and your ass is out. Like, yeah. And then it just like ended like that. TikTok took that down really quick. No, no, no. That's my favorite. That video was, I think, the one that really was the first that like (laughs) went the most, not the most viral because it was a few videos in, but like that went so quick. Like that was getting me like thousands of followers in a few minutes. Like it was going crazy. And then like, boom, it was down. I remember one of my friends texted me and was just like, Remy, the video's gone. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Like I literally was freaking out. And I was like, you know what? It was my fault. Like, I, but I, you know what? I had to put the ass in there. When you had, no, no, no. Up. You had to. Is it, is it still on Instagram? So then I uploaded it to Instagram, which was the first time because I was ner- like, when I started doing this, again, I said, like, I care so much about what my friends think a lot, which I like, I've just always been that way. I'll still do whatever I want to do, but like deep Good. down, I care. Right. So I am friends with a lot of guys. And for a while, I actually had like a few of my guys, like people blocked on TikTok that I knew because I was so embarrassed for people to see what I was doing. Cause you know, when it's something that like, no one knows yet. It's weirder at first when like, I know. now people, everyone thinks it's great. But right. at first, when it was just like a thing at first, like no one was like, some of my friends wouldn't say anything to me, but I knew they saw it. Like it was like this weird in the middle thing because everyone's like, what's Remy doing? What's she trying to do? Well, and that's, it's almost like you're testing out your comedy. Yes. Like literally in front of a, a small audience. Like I would do like, like when I was on tour with Stassi, pff, I'll do my comedy routine and whatever in front of thousands of people. I'm fine. If, if like my five closest friends my family were singing in the front row, I'd be like, I quit, I'm out, I can't handle this. Like, it's, it's scarier to perform in front of your friends and family than it is maybe even strangers. If That sounds crazy, but it's the truth. And I get that. And like, and also you're not just doing comedy because it is comedy, but you're also, do, it's physical comedy. You're using your body as well, which is such a vulnerable place to be in. Yes. And, I mean, and it's 
especially with just like that goes along with it too. Just like I've gained a significant amount of weight in the past year. Like who are the people that have like, I've talked to about it and who notice it the most, my family and my friends. So like that, that is, feels. that's why I actually really, when people ask me like, well, if you're not super confident with your body, which I talk about and stuff like, how are you fine? I'm like, cause I don't, I actually really don't give as much of a shit what like, the random trolls and random people are saying right. I really it really that was that was my point in the beginning I really did care more about what other people would say that were closer to me at that point when that got taken down from TikTok I never posted a haul or anything on Instagram yet so I only had like oh fucking fast oh so TikTok TikTok was kind of like yeah I had 3,000 buddy on Instagram <laughs> Yeah. So like some people that even like didn't that knew me didn't even have TikTok and never knew. Cause I in my mind was like, so they have to know by now. But it's a very people don't realize it's such a separate audience, TikTok it and is. Instagram. Like it's very I actually did a live on TikTok and like I asked people like, wait, do you guys have Instagram? Cause I was like, did you see what I posted today? And everyone said no. And they all were commenting like, no, no, screw Instagram. So it was very in- interesting. I think it's just very different people. So that's why I'm trying to now post ever the, you know, the same videos on both so that everyone gets yes. to see it. But my point is that was the first full haul that I posted on Instagram where people were like, holy shit. And all these people that never saw anything I was doing for like two months prior were like, oh my God. So like, that was the Zara one where like Instagram's not going to take it down. If you show your butt, they don't care. Um, but yeah. TikTok was so like, oh, PG. No, no. I actually just did an article with CNN um, about with a few other curve influencers that they, um, interviewed about how TikTok takes down a lot of plus size uh, girls. Yeah, you didn't hear about this. A dorm brand, I'm actually working with them. They happened to to come out and be like that. um, They like went on a rampage being like, why is TikTok taking down so many like black creators and plus size creators? Like, and it's all of their videos because if you're in a bathing suit, but then I I hate, say I love TikTok. So I'm not going to ever bash TikTok, but it was, there was a, I got the next one I did too, where I was made sure, edited it a million times, made sure that I was wearing lingerie, but that nothing was showing whatever got taken right. down too. And then I was angry. Well, I this was is the thing is that when you have curves, I have curves, you have curves, things look sexier by nature. Yeah. When you yeah. are a stick figure, everything is just like shake. <laughs> and so, yeah. but like, that's a problem. I mean, Remy, you really, while your videos make me laugh and you show me your ass and you like go for Brandy Melville and we're going to talk about that because I want to hear about the best stores and the worst stores for a woman with curves to shop from. I will say this, like you're a sneaky feminist, whether you're meaning to be or not, like you're doing (laughs) the fucking Lord's work for for all women. You are. I mean, a sneaky feminist. But you really are. I mean, just through like living your life and your humor and sharing your experiences, you really are like case in point, right? You're speaking out. Yes, you love TikTok, but it's something that you've experienced. And TikTok will probably change your policies because of you and other people like you. That's huge. You know, and if it's like, I'm going to say the cheesiest thing right now, but if you can see her, you can be her. And But you know what I'm saying? Like, because if you don't see yourself represented... Mm-hmm. You're going to think there's something wrong with you. You have to change. But if yeah. you see yourself represented, then you're like, oh, this is me. I am I am a part of this world. And so it's really important for that shit to stop happening. And also, I feel like through your hauls, you're probably really putting pressure on these brands and brands that do fall short to be more size inclusive. 
hundred percent. I'm waiting for Brandy Melville to give me a little email or something and say something because I, I, I mean, they, they need to explain themselves, but that it is really true. I think brands that I post about do end up reaching out or saying something. And I think that is important because if they don't like the point is that they should be, they should be saying something or you know what, maybe not, maybe if they're not saying something, at least doing something about it, maybe, you know, just being like, shit, people are really noticing we're not inclusive. Like, let's start being inclusive. Like how, and if they don't, that's just going to be their problem. It's going to affect their bottom line, which is money, which is their business. That's what they ultimately care about, right? But it's like, I do feel like it's it's wild that we've lived in a world for so long in fashion where the average size of a, an American woman, I believe is like a 14 or a 16. Meanwhile, the fashion industry caters to like a fucking zero to an eight. And eight yeah. is like really pushing it in the world of yeah. fashion. So... This is, again, another massive problem. And size and in- inclusivity, what just happened to my brain? <laughs> it is an important, you know, it's an important issue and it needs to be addressed and it is finally changing. And it's because, Remy, you're really calling brands out and they are forced to do something about it. And, you know, the consumer is speaking and saying, you're not doing a good enough job. And that's the way it should be. It's crazy it's taken this long for it's change. Yeah, and I think that a lot of other body positive influencers have been doing this for a while, but the difference is I'm addressing the fashion brands specifically. Exactly. I think that for me, that just makes more sense with me because I wouldn't, that's why I never like know, like some people consider me a body positive influencer. I'm not, I never wanted to just be on social media, especially when I'm not super happy with how my body is right now. And I'm very transparent about that. I'm not going to be making videos where no shame to anyone that is, that feels comfortable enough doing that, but like shaking my stomach in front of the camera and being like, this is what I'm proud to have. When if people are, oh my God, I wish I could be like that. Right. I really am just sharing personal experiences of how I've really never felt I've never felt comfortable shopping and I've never felt like it's easy for me and that I, right. and growing up and I would cry when my mom would be like, Remy, can we go shopping? I'd be like, no. Like I would like, what child tells their mom, no, I don't want to go shopping. She would beg me because like I would need clothes, but I hated it. And it's like, wait, this is the first six months of my life that I've enjoyed shopping literally ever. Wow. Remy. Wow. I mean, your girl loves Zara over here, and I've been a size like I do too. I mean, I, yeah. I, I've been like I think like a size like I would say two four at times. I'm like now I don't know fourteen. I mean twelve fourteen ish. But I will say that you know I always have. I've never. I'm like you. I've never loved shopping even at my smallest. I've always been like so hyper aware of like my butt and my thighs. But yeah, the amount of times I've cried. <laughs> in a Zara dressing room is, and you go in there with so much hope, Remy. You're like, these yeah. are so cute. I am going to look so great. And then I literally go, I go in with like 50 things. I come out with like one t-shirt. That's like oversized. Not even just Zara. Like I go in every place with so much hope. When I'm in that mood to shop, like, so like, that's what I was saying. I rarely was ever, but I would get in those days where I'm like, I'm ready. And I would go into these stores and grab a hundred clothes and like these salespeople would just like, oh, I'm about to make like so much money, like whatever. And I come out with nothing and I leave and my day is ruined. It's like, Same. it's just ridiculous. So now you're saying this is the first time you've really ever enjoyed it. So why is that? Are the, is, are the brands changing? Are things getting better? It's a hundred percent my state of mind and the effort I'm putting into it. Unfortunately, no matter what, 
we're going to have to continuously, if you're a curvy girl, like keep putting in the effort. What I'm trying to do is just like save the effort for everyone else and like at least try and help out a bit. And I'm doing it myself. So like as much as shopping was so exhausting to me and it still is like, I'd rather be the one now that I see how many people I'm helping. I'd rather be the one like doing it. And yes, I don't have I, a body the same as everyone else but they can look at me and be like yes. all right she's this size and this fits her and this doesn't like i did an abercrombie all the other day i'm like guys i'm telling you they're not the old abercrombie i'm not even working with them i got all their stuff it's actually really great but they run a complete full size small so if you want to shop with them and you're not going to be upset that you're going to be i'm a size 18 and they're like normal jeans not their like stretchier jeans uh -huh. yes that still is a little bit frustrating for me i've never been a size 18 but like i like the stuff so I'm going to do it. So like, right. if I could give people that info so they don't have to like spend time figuring that out and order all different sizes, then great. I just did the work for them. This episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Honey. We all shop online and we've all seen that promo code field taunt us at checkout. But thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. Honey supports over 30,000 stores online. Yeah, and they range from tech, uh, gaming products, popular fashion brands, and even food delivery. Okay, so imagine you're shopping one of your favorite sites. When you check out, the Honey button drops down and all you have to do is click apply coupons. Wait a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons it can find for that site. And if Honey finds a working coupon, you'll watch the price drop. I was just looking for slippers. And I got them. And guess what? Honey saved me $7, which I then used to buy my favorite bottle of wine. So, and the wine bottle was like half price. It's a win for everyone. And I'm not alone. Honey has found it's over 17 million members, over $2 billion in savings. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out on free savings. Like, hello. It's literally free and installs in a few seconds. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this podcast. Hello. I'd never recommend something I didn't use. And I use Honey. Honey Bunny. You see what I just did there? Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash Taylor. Again, that's joinhoney.com slash T-A-Y-L-O-R. And real quick, J-O-I-N-H-O-N-E-Y dot com slash Taylor. And now back to the podcast. Give us curvy girls some tips on like what are the best stores to go to for X, Y, and Z. And I also then and then we'll go through what are the fucking worst. But we'll do the positive first. I think I really think for jeans, American Eagle. Like I literally like remember my dad telling me to go there last summer because last summer was when I really like finally gained the weight and I had no clothes to wear last summer, this past Girl. summer. So he was like, go to American Eagle. I'm like, I'm not going to American Eagle. And he was like, okay, I think you should try. And I did. And they're literally like my favorite jeans ever. Um, really? I think that they just do a great job. They're not ridiculous. They're not super expensive. It's worth the price that it is. And they're pretty inclusive. Um, I also think part of American Eagle also airy for bathing yes. suits and cover-ups I have from them and sweatpants and pajamas love airy okay I love good American it's just so pricey I think that the reason I like good American yes is because she as in Khloe Kardashian who yes. I love she did this before a lot of people did so although I don't love this how a lot some of the jeans fit me some do 
I just think that she kind of like went into it first and was like, I'm going to do this when other brands didn't. So I do like good American. It's just like, no one really wants to spend $200 on jeans. Right. A little bit more, again, pricey, but like, I, I love that they went ahead and just did a whole extended sizing is reformation. I'm not sure if you're yes. familiar. Yeah. So I actually love their stuff and I always have in their shirts have always fit me, but not their bottoms. I'm a little smaller on the top, but uh-huh. they have like this whole extended page where it's like, I don't know, you never see revolve type clothes that are extended size. Right. And um, I just like that they do that and their clothing fits great. Free people, I know I've made some hauls joking around with them, but I know that a lot of people, I'm not as more of like a flowy girl. I actually right. do like more form-fitting clothes, yeah. but they do and are starting to have more, I don't want to say inclusive because it's not very inclusive, but like right. they do have some great options. Um, and they actually, I just tried the other day, which I haven't posted yet, but they have like this curvy line of like denim shorts, which I know is a big issue for curvy girls and things like that. And they did fit me pretty well. Um, really? Yes. And okay. same with, um, I've mentioned, but also Abercrombie too. They used to, a lot of people comment in my videos, like I will never support Abercrombie because when I was a child, they just like made me miserable because I- Miserable, miserable, miserable. I never, but I never even thought of it. I was like, there is no way in hell I can even go in that store. And Um, then, wait, and then remember like this, the CEO or something of Abercrombie, this guy, this like total Chad douche muffin. He was like, he basically was like, well, we make clothes for like thin people. He said it like in so many words and he was like, fuck you. So he's gone. People don't want to get over it. And I understand I would never make them, but I did find that they're, jeans and not even jeans like they have like dresses and bodysuits and things I never thought they would have that are pretty great it just runs pretty small this is my thing when any of these brands at this point are going to make any sort of effort I will try it yeah if they're not making any effort at all which a lot aren't then like that like a brand you know they'll screw you because it's like Yeah, like I'm a little upset because I actually was going to say, I swear I just saw the article and posted it last night, but like everyone was telling me get loft jeans. They're amazing. I have my package here. I've yet to open it. I just got it. Heard it's amazing. And they just announced that they're going backwards. And I I understand it's for money issues, but they're taking away their extended sizing. Oh, come on. How do they get rid of the ones lower yeah it's like why don't you do something like i don't know or like take away then like the smallest and the one biggest maybe like just so it's like equal like everyone that it's their loss i swear is about to do a video on this because they're so stupid they're so good and now they're just taking it away what what i get it it's like it's a it has to be a money thing because i know like that's what a lot of these brands say and even bras i work with a lot of bra brands when i do fittings and stuff for mine and i asked them them. I asked them in person, why don't you have bigger sizes? And it is a money thing and it's getting the right materials that are, that will stretch more and fabrics that will be to make a bra. Right. I'm just saying bra specifically as an example, that is like going to be as good as their other bras that might be smaller because they want it to be right for people. Like I, I get it. I, yeah. I believe that they believe that, but I think that there is, um, 
like sizeism, if that's even a word, in yeah. the fashion industry. It's like deep rooted generational sizeism. And it goes back to like the beauty standard being like, I think it's, you know, Eastern European and impossible um, to achieve. And I think that there is maybe subconsciously more of that in the fashion industry than they're even recognizing. Yeah. You know? It's like, oh, no, well, and that's I okay. agree. And that's why I want to know just for knowledge what they kind of have to say, but it doesn't mean at the same time if they're not going to do it. I don't, and I'm not saying that I've never supported. I actually, in the beginning of all of this, which wasn't that long ago, when I started having brands, you know, reach out at first and wanting to work with me, I was saying yes, because of course I was excited and was like, wait, I never yeah. thought this would turn into a full time thing. And there were some brands and I I agreed to working with them and I admit that and I got the clothes and they didn't fit me that great and they're not super inclusive. And I said, you know what? I will do this, but moving forward, which I tell my agents yep. to do, like I want to be sent every single thing before I commit to any partnership. In advance. Yep, exactly. Yeah. But I like, really to be- want it, to be honest about it and I want to make sure that it's something I want to, to do a paid ad. It's something I want to promote, not well, just- Well, also let's money. get clear- you know, everyone deserves to be paid for the job that they do, okay? And yeah. you are doing a lot, a lot of times social media as an influencer, you really, start, personality, whatever, you start out making nothing, you know? It's all free, free, free. So when brands finally come to you, you know, like paying you for the work that you're doing, of course you're going to say yes, you know? And, but the fact that, Remy, you're even acknowledging this and being so transparent about it, like, I have to say that, like, yeah, and now you're in a place where you can demand that of brands. Earlier on, you weren't in a place where you could ask that. So months ago, I couldn't ask that. So yeah, exactly. exactly. And and I um I, I need to be able to be transparent with my followers too. I made a video because people were talking, you know, commenting like, clearly you're going to be doing this as an ad. Do you really like it? Do you not? I'm like, and I made a video like literally like in my pajamas, like looked at myself like in my bed, and I'm like guys like I'm being as honest as possible like if I'm gonna do an ad it's because I want to work with them and because I need I also need to make money (laughs) and also like but I'm gonna be honest about it because that's what my brand is I literally don't know how to lie like that's never who I am that's why my whole brand is realistic because if I lie I laugh and I just can't so like (laughs) my whole thing is being honest I will stay true to that but it doesn't mean I can't do ads but I'm also going to stick with what I'm known for which is the realistic calls and and in addition, I don't think people like know, like when I was going out and started this, it was bored with my life and doing nothing in September and like trying to just figure out what to do. Like I was spending on hauls. That's like a lot of items, like a thousand dollars. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Then I would go and return a lot of it. If I liked the stuff, of course I would keep it, but like of course. mostly returning at first, the majority of it. And even my parents were like, Remy, what the hell are you doing? This is like a waste of time. And I'm like, no, it's not like I want, I want to do it. And then that's what it turned into. So like, of course now if brands are going to send me clothes and also pay me that's great but i'm i'm putting it all together like i'm just trying to figure out the best way to do it for me the best way to do it for everyone i'm still figuring that out the people that are getting angry about it i don't know how to help you they're just jealous i'll tell them stay away from my friend remy fuck you i'm gonna come find you hit you with my car (laughs) just tap you um um, just in it like in addition there's just you know like misguided asos not uh, not my personal favorite pretty little thing nasty gal i don't love it personally people do that are plus size and curvy just like some of the items i got haven't looked great on me there are so many brands that aren't plus size brands that now do have larger sizing literally the way i started even doing it was googling like brands that have 
plus sizes and stuff. That's wild. Finding things like that. Um, Remy, what's the worst? What are the worst companies? What are the worst halls? Where do you caution people to maybe just, you know, stay away from unless things change? Um, I think that I just did it, but Brandy Melville, I, for people that don't know and, and why I kind of bash them more than I have in any other video is because they have one size. One, one size, size fits one all. Size. That's it. So like they have one size and people were coming at me in those comments. If you go look at them of people just being like, why can there be plus size stores? and not Brandy Melville, what's your problem with it? And I said, because plus size stores are trying to include people and Brandy Melville is literally saying one size is the only size. It's, it's literal hell. If you haven't been there before, they, I mean, at least when I would go there, they were like pretty much t-shirts and tank tops. And like, I was pretty small back then when I was shopping there. And even still, I was like, this is a store for children. It is great. That store is fucking bananas. It's a drug front. It's, that's my allegation. Because like, <laughs> I don't know how the fuck they're making money. Like, it, it was packed when I went in the store. It's, but no, no, no. I went to the people at the front. They're like, we know who you are you from tiktok and i go one this me about to make this video has nothing to do with you i feel really bad you guys are very nice women because i they're like they gave me a discount on the clothes and i was like oh no i'm literally about to make this horrible video and i didn't want to tell them and then two i was like is your store usually this packed and they're like it's just been crazy it's so busy and i was looking think i'm literally in this store looking at all these people i'm like no they were really into it i'm like what are, what are you doing here why are you here and she was like you don't have, um, I go, so what's the refund policy? And she goes, she's like, I know you're from TikTok. I'm like, what's the refund policy? She's like, oh, no, 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 just two week exchanges. And I'm oh, like, oh my. No, no, like, what if it doesn't fit? And I go, okay, so what, do your dressing rooms? I've made some videos where I do it in the dressing room and do something like that. No, no yeah. dressing rooms. Uh huh. Uh-huh. So That's cute, Brandy. I have gear off literally buy our one size clothes and figure it out. That's the whole thing. That is criminal. <laughs> I mean, really. Horrible. Okay, and so I, I gave no, like, I was not being nice to people in the comments of people that were just, like, trying to just make sense of it. I'm just like, I'm sorry, you're clearly very skinny and love Brandy Melville and have never had an issue in your life, so just get away from my feet. Wait a second. So you're trying on the Brandy <laughs> Melville stuff, and it's like this skirt <laughs> that, yeah. like, it's not closed. I mean, the skirt, it, the skirt literally like showed my ass. I was really nervous that would be taken down, but I like did it in a way that was like half my thigh, half my butt. So if they said anything, I'd be like, that's my thigh. But anyways, not closed skirt. Then I did another skirt, and I was like, great, it fits perfectly on one thigh. Love it. And this and this blouse fits perfectly on my one shoulder. Like, I couldn't even put it <laughs> Wait, are you within the two-week window go to go? But Oh, but it's ex only exchange. So it's like, what are you going to get? Another skirt that fits your leg? I literally just wasted $143 of my life. And I did it. I was in the store and I was like, had all the clothes because I asked after. Because I was like, there's no, why would I ever think they would do no refund? So I was right. like, holding all the clothes and I'm like, standing there. Truly, I was like, do I do this for the fans? Do I, do I just not? And I was like, I'm wasting $143 right now. Like I was like, I had to just do it because to answer your question, I don't have a lot of brands. Actually, if you look at all my hauls, it's a lot of yes and no's from one brand. Right. Because I think a lot, I, I probably should look into that more of like what brand, you know what? I also like, I, I said it before, but revolve is something I really do. I've never really spoken about it because like, I love their stuff and I love looking at it, but I've never 
ever gotten stuff when I've ordered because they have like a two day free return policy. That's so ridiculous. Yeah, so I've gotten like so many things from them and then like nothing ever fits. But to be honest, they don't go really above a size 12. And it's like frustrating. And I don't want to go and like bash. I don't, bash is the wrong word. I only probably will bash Brandy Melville because the point (laughs) is a lot of these, you have to look and you have to make the effort. And a lot of these brands are trying. So that's why unless I have to, where I felt like I had to for Brandy, I'll never really say that. Like, I don't think there's a lot of brands, maybe some boutiques and smaller companies that are really, really like no 10 or 12. I think a lot of no more than a 10 or 12. I don't know if I I mentioned this or if you've heard this before, but the reason I, when I was going out for my first model test shoot was where I got to buy my own clothes. This was in September before all this started. And I went out to all norm forever 21. Um, Aritzia, Aritzia needs to figure it out. They're trying, trying, I'll give them that. They literally just started doing like some 16s and 18s, but they need to try harder. Um, Aritzia, like there was just like a, a million stores I went into that were 15 stores, Gap, like all these like normal stores that we all know. And I went into 15 of them and not one had above a size 10 or 12 that I started going right to the back in person. So I started going to the back of the store and going right to the manager being like, without even looking, what size do you have up to 12? We're trying to make an effort and do like 14 online though, like all these places. And I left and I called my dad and I was so pissed and I was like, because my dad works in the fashion industry. So I like vent him about this stuff. So I, I like called him and I was just like, this is bullshit. I'm so annoyed. Like all of these stores don't even have a size 12. I never knew because I always was a 12. Right. So a 10, 12, my whole right. life mostly. Right. And I was like, this is so unfair. And I wish I had a platform to tell people about it. And I never will. And a month later, this all happened. So like, I, that is what, so, so I, one thing I could just off, like say to everyone is, mostly in stores right now stores are not even slightly inclusive it's actually pretty horrible you can find more from all these stores that you might think don't have sizes actually online most of them do at least have a little bit more of extended sizing online but they can't afford to have it in the stores it's all going to change soon it has to and you're going to be a part of that change girl yeah i guess i am oh remy i love you i'm proud of you like I said, you're doing the Lord's work for real, real. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. This was also a very fun conversation because I feel like I got to say things I didn't really ever, like, I don't know. Like, I, I, you're making me realize more of what I'm doing that I can't even realize myself when I'm just sitting in it every day, you know? What you're doing is fun and entertaining as fuck, but it's seriously important. So yeah. for real, don't yeah. stop. Do not, and don't question a damn thing. And if you have any Thank questions, you. just call me. Love you. Thank you. I love you. You guys follow Remy on TikTok and Instagram at Remy Bader, B-A-D-E-R, and uh, first name R-E-M-I, Remy Bader. She will not disappoint, and she will make you laugh. You can cry together as well, and uh, she'll also tell you where to get the good goods. You guys, that's it for us this week. Make sure to uh, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. You have no idea how much that helps me and how much it means to me. Um, So please keep doing it. Rate, review, and subscribe. And as far as I'm concerned, you can rate, review, and subscribe as many times as you want. I don't care. Let's get those numbers up. Have a great one, guys. We will be back next week with another amazing podcast. Until then, bye, girl, bye. Bye.